So I'm going to be talking all things wellness and the original, I guess, brief for this episode that I thought of was like unexpected things that changed my physical health. So things that I started to do from like a stress perspective, a mental health perspective, all that kind of stuff that actually ended up being really helpful in optimizing like my physical health, my fitness, how I feel on my body, my confidence, all that kind of stuff. You are listening to an episode of the Lucky Girl Complex, hosted by me, Lara Weber. <laughs> that was actually perfect. Before I begin today's episode, I would like to start by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. So I'm actually recording this today on a Monday afternoon, which is a day later than what I actually wanted to post this episode. But anyway, here we are. I'm going to be so transparent with you. I was fighting for my life to find motivation this week. I don't know why. I think when I don't have a particular topic that's like really sparked inspiration or like a lot of passion I kind of struggle and that is something I'm trying to work on a lot which is building routine around my creativity but in a way that isn't hindering my creative side and like the passionate side but also just making sure I'm not purely writing and relying on inspiration to strike all the time and I think any creative person can probably understand this struggle where you want to be authentic and in the moment but at the same time like we can't always sit around and wait for inspiration to strike so that's what I'm kind of battling with at the moment but I decided I would jump on here and actually just talk about something that's super practical that I wrote down a while ago so I'm going to be talking about different wellness tips and things that I've implemented into my life that have actually optimized my like physical health and this is like a whole range of things I'm going to talk about meditation working out all that kind of stuff so hopefully you guys find this topic interesting today it's something that I've actually been wanting to talk about for a while because I've got some really yeah some little fun ones that have helped me a lot more than I thought and I think they're going to be really useful to share with you guys today before I get into it I'll give a little bit of a life update as well so I did briefly mention, I think, on one of my episodes around I'm having a bit of a change in work. So basically, this is week two of officially working for myself. I have finished up at my full-time job and I am working for myself, which is so crazy, so scary, and it doesn't even feel real to say out loud because it is something that I've always wanted to do, but always thought it was going to be like a while until I got there. And there's a whole range of reasons why I am I took this leap, I guess, earlier than anticipated which maybe I'll talk about one day but for the moment um, I guess I'll just tell you a little bit what I'm doing so I'm not actually I didn't leave my job for this podcast specifically but it's something that I'm really excited to spend more time on I'm really having a mind blank because I now that I'm saying this I'm having a bit of deja vu and I think maybe I did say this on the previous episode anyway so I'm on my week two of working for myself full-time and basically what I'm doing is I model so I am a model if I haven't really talked about that on the show I can't remember if I have but I'm also doing UGC content creation which if you don't know what that is UGC is user generated content so as a UGC creator basically I create content and I send it to the brand for them to use on their channels rather than like me posting it as like an influencer I guess and honestly I love UGC creation because it's like takes the pressure off me as like the poster and 
you know, being like an influencer, I guess, but I get the fun part of actually creating the content. So I do that for a few different brands and it's something that I'm building in the background. And then I'm also doing freelance e-commerce, which is what I was working on previously full time. I was an e-commerce specialist. And basically now what I'm doing freelance for myself is basically consulting with small businesses to help them grow their e-commerce channels and optimize and all that kind of fun stuff. So yeah, lots happening in the background. I've been doing all of these things and have done all of these things, but now that I've given myself, you know, I'm doing now that I'm doing it full time, I guess I'm really trying to ramp it up and I'm so excited because it's one of those things where I think in life sometimes we have what ifs if we don't take the leap and I've always you know, decided that I want to not live my life with what ifs and with this content creation and especially modeling, which is something that I'm super passionate about and e-commerce as well, is that I've always wondered what would be possible if I had the time to give um, to my own endeavors. And now that's what this sort of period in my life is for me. And it's a very scary and tumultuous time for me in a whole lot of ways. But from a career perspective, I'm just really excited to kind of put everything else to the side and really throw myself into my own endeavors because it's just something I've always wanted to do. And it's come with a lot of struggles. This year has been very, very challenging, but I really do believe that sometimes the hardest things happen to prepare us for the next level. And that is one thing that I guess has carried me through every chapter and has helped me build resilience is that I really do feel like even when I'm going through things and I'm in the thick of it, I really feel like it is preparing me for the next level and that I'm just going to be even more prepared for the dream life that I want. So yeah, that's basically what's been happening. I am slowly starting to get into a bit of a groove which I'm really excited about I want to schedule my days properly where I'm always recording the podcast on a certain day of the week because I want my weekends to like stay weekends because obviously when you work for yourself you choose your days and your hours and all that kind of thing and I think it'll just help me with balance although lately it hasn't been like that because with the UGC content creation and I know I'm saying content creation because the C stands for content but anyway with all of that kind of stuff I have been doing that on the weekends and all my other like side hustle admin and now I'm trying to like move it to my weekdays and really optimize my weekdays so yeah there's a bit of moving parts and kind of learning as I go but honestly I just feel so excited and happy about this new chapter it was yeah very scary getting to this point but now that I'm here I just feel such a sense of relief and excitement and the excitement of just not knowing what I have in store and not knowing exactly how things are going to pan out but I'm excited by that like I think sometimes it's nice to just surrender to the unknown give it the best that you've got and also just have peace in knowing that you don't know exactly how it's going to pan out so yeah for all we know this could flop and maybe I will just you know then apply to a new full-time job I don't know I think that gives me peace as well like I can always just do something else if I'm not happy with this and I feel very privileged to have the flexibility that I do in my life Anyway, maybe I'll do a whole other episode talking about my career situation because there's so, so, so much to unpack and I actually think a lot of interesting lessons, but I'll save that for another day. But that's basically the summary of what's been happening health-wise. Oh yes, my colonoscopy results came back all clear, which I'm so, so relieved about. I generally, for the first time in my life, had the most intense health anxiety ever. Um... I think I was just so convinced that it wasn't going to be okay because the fact that I've had so many like gut health issues my entire life, which, so it's good that the results were good, but also now it's like question mark, what's wrong with me? 
But yeah, so very happy with that. I also think I mentioned that I did have an iron infusion as well and that wrecked me. I feel like I'm still getting to my like 100% physical health at the moment. I crash around like 2 to 3 p.m. every single day and I get so, so exhausted. So I'm just trying to, yeah, just work on my health and make sure I'm in the right, you know, headspace and right space of feeling physically well because I know that that's when I can do my best work so that's just kind of my priority at the moment my vibe right now is just looking after myself and doing whatever I need for myself and the rest will just come at least that's what I hope so now I'm going to get into the tips so I'm going to be talking all things wellness and the original I guess brief for this episode that I thought of was like unexpected things that changed my physical health so things that I started to do from like a stress perspective a mental health perspective all that kind of stuff that actually ended up being really helpful in optimizing like my physical health my fitness how I feel on my body my confidence all that kind of stuff and that's why I'm so into anything holistic because I feel like nothing works as an individual part when it comes to ourselves like our bodies our mind that mind body soul connection everything that I've done for my physical health has helped my mental health and vice versa so that's kind of what I'm going to be talking about today and without further ado I'm just going to go ahead and list them off so the first thing that I have here and this is my ride or die for anything mental health, physical health, well-being is meditation. So I know everyone knows about meditation now. It's nothing new, but I like to think I was a little bit ahead of the curve in this modern day um, well-being era that we're in right now. Obviously, meditation dates back to centuries and comes from so many practices in different cultures. But I started meditating in 2017 I think it was is when I first discovered it it was actually through the headspace app and it was when I was still at uni and I was struggling so much with stress I would just get really stressed and also in retrospect realized I did have anxiety then but I didn't know it at the time basically I started using the headspace app and it kind of just all evolved from there and now meditation is something that has been part of my life ever since it kind of ebbs and flows and changes it's something that I wish I did every single day as a daily practice but I just don't to be completely honest but one thing that I notice is that when I'm meditating regularly I'm so much like happier throughout the day when I start my day with a morning meditation I generally am overall happier I feel better also I find that I have a lot more mental clarity from the perspective of like regulating my emotions and that kind of thing so I do have ADHD which again another whole topic of its own but a symptom, I guess, of ADHD can sometimes be emotional regulation. So maybe a normal person would be sad. And for me, I would feel like it would just be a heightened feeling. So I'm always obviously working and intentional with regulating my emotions and learning to self-soothe and all that kind of stuff. And it's something that has helped me a lot is just, yeah, being able to meditate and breathe through things now when previously I just didn't have the tools for it. When I do meditate as well, it helps me a lot with my discipline in terms of, you know, if I know I wake up and I meditate first thing in the morning, it makes it easier for me to then follow a sort of schedule or like a stricter routine because it just, I don't know what it is about it, but it just gives me a lot, a lot of mental clarity. Now, there's obviously a whole bunch of lists of benefits around meditation, so I'm going to leave resources in the show notes. I'm really trying to stick to my personal experience and not so much the 
specifics around each one of these things and just how it helps me personally and then I will list all the uh, like practical and I guess science-backed reasons and benefits in the show notes if you want to look that up. Okay, so next one that I have, and this one helped me so much with, yeah, both physical, mental health, everything is prioritizing sleep and sleep quality. Funnily enough, you would have thought that this is something I've been aware of for years, but it was only really, really brought to my attention last year. And last year, I had a lot of health issues in terms of I was like, I gained a lot of weight, but it was like a lot of water weight, like my face, you could just kind of tell, like it was like swollen. I was bloated, like the whole, like so much of the year I was having so many gut issues and I was like struggling with um, digestion and struggling with gaining weight really quickly. And I was having all these issues. I was really confused because I was exercising more. So I started doing Pilates and I would wake up at 5.30 a.m. to go to Pilates almost every day there for a stage and I was you know eating really balanced and what I realized later down the track was that a I was also dealing with a lot of stress so stress management is super important and pretty much all of these tips and tools are stress management tools essentially um but what I realized what I realized was I was not getting enough hours of sleep and not enough quality sleep and I think that was for a range of reasons I was going to bed super late, like after midnight a lot of the time because Stephen and I, my boyfriend, had actually just started dating last year. So obviously I was, you know, spending time with him, but I was also working quite a lot at my last job. So I guess I would sometimes be at work really late or seeing friends and then trying to, you know, hang out with Stephen as well. And then I was starting Pilates. So I would then go wake up at like 5.30 to do that before work as well. So I was getting like five hours sleep for months and I just couldn't work out why I was gaining weight and looking and feeling worse I was like I'm working out more than ever I'm working harder than ever I'm being so conscious of what I consume but I'm bloated all the time my face looks swollen like I'm my like I don't feel or look good and what I realized is that my sleep was really impacting my body so getting eight hours of sleep, I honestly think, I think that the, there's a range, is it like seven to nine? I don't know. But for me, eight hours sleep is like a non-negotiable in my life now. It has made such a world of difference when I became aware of the fact that our sleep impacts our physical well um, health so much. So, you know, if you're exercising every single day, but you're not getting good quality sleep, you're not actually going to see the progress that you want to see I was also struggling a lot with my skin and again I was so confused last year because I was like I literally feel and look the worst I have ever looked or felt in a long time my skin was breaking out more I was swollen in my face like I could literally see I had like water weight in my face when I look back at photos now like I was literally swollen couldn't even do up half of my jeans because I was also bloated all the time and it was a big factor and the biggest factor was not getting enough quality sleep, not only sleep, but quality sleep, where you're actually having good REM sleep, not getting enough hours of sleep, and also just being stressed. And I think my body was just in a constant state of stress where I was also just, my cortisol was spiked every single day because I was in like this fight or flight mode all of the time. I was waking up super early, having coffee before I was eating, um, not sleeping enough hours. And it was just this repetitive cycle. And I was really stressed. And yeah, it was super frustrating at the time but then when I brought my awareness to stress management and sleep quality it was such a game changer I actually started going to Pilates less 
Um, I'll talk about Pilates. That's actually my next one. But I started going less and prioritizing sleep more. And I actually saw my weight come off more easily. So this year I've been able to work through like fixing my skin a little bit. It was also hormonal related because um, I have PCOS. So that is something that I will also talk about one day and my whole journey with that. But my skin was a combination of stress and hormones. Majority of it was actually stress because now that I've been able to manage my stress properly, I my skin's improved. Um, I've lost weight and that has been, again, mostly to do with stress management. Again, I do less workout classes now than I did then and I feel like I look better and I think that's just because I'm prioritizing the right things I'm really conscious of like not spiking my cortisol every single day and not sleeping enough and not stressing myself out like I I work really hard to maintain my um good quality sleep at the moment I've been getting a little bit less than I'd like or more I want to go to sleep earlier so I can wake up earlier because I've been going to bed later than I like then I wake up later so we're working on that at the moment But that for me is one of the most important things. If you are someone who is trying to work on their health, their well-being, their skin, anything at all, the first thing I would say is just focus on getting your sleep. I could do a whole episode on tips to get good quality sleep, but I'll give you some of my little tips. First of all, I'm working on this one as well because I've been slack with it, but eating three hours before you sleep so your body's not like trying to digest food and eating right before you about to go lie down. Um, Less screen time before bed, so staying away from blue light. I've heard about red light therapy. So I have a like light bulb that changes color. So I put my room onto the red. I don't know if that actually works to be honest though. I think red light therapy might be some specific actual red UV lights. I don't know, but I do feel like the red, like having my room red still really helps for calming. I like to have warm tea. And I also drink this supplement by Into Wellness called Sleep and Skin Renewal. It's got a whole bunch of things in it. Actually, I've got it right here. Let me read what's in it. I drink this every single night after dinner and it's got marine collagen, astaxanthin, magnesium, lemon balm, and passion flower. And these ingredients combined are just really good for getting high quality sleep and it helps with your skin. So like it's got that zinc, which supports skin, hair, nails, all that good stuff. But for me, I know a big one is definitely the magnesium. I know that that helps a lot with sleep. I used to take a pure magnesium supplement and honestly, I should take that again, but I just found it so hard to drink, to be honest. It was just a little gross. The next one brings me to the workout aspect of it all, and that is switching to Pilates. So I started Pilates last year. I'd never, ever done it before. Particularly, I do reformer Pilates. I don't really do mat Pilates much. I do sometimes. I do like it. I don't know. I just find the reformer really fun. And now that I, since I've started, I just have been obsessed with it. And obviously, it's good to have a range of workouts that you do. So I also like go for walks. I don't really run much to be honest. And I do like weight training at the gym, which I've been a bit slack with as well. So I'm trying to pick that up. But the reason I found starting Pilates so transformative is that I worked out, especially after I started to manage my sleep and all that other stuff, is that is that I worked out that doing stress, doing stress, oh my gosh, I'm too tired to be recording this episode today, that doing too many workouts that stress your body out, like really high impact HIIT training, 
for me personally, and I am not a personal trainer or a doctor or anything of that nature, so I'm purely speaking from my experience, is that I actually found that doing the lower impact workouts was so much better for me because sometimes when you do that hit, um, like intense training, it actually spikes your cortisol levels and I think that's okay in certain amounts, but for me personally, I noticed that anything that evokes a stress response to my body, it it doesn't like work well for me. So doing Pilates was so good because it is really impactful, low impact training in that I could feel the burn so much. I noticed my legs started to tone, my core is so strong now and I'm like happy with my physique, but I'm not like torturing myself. Like I really enjoy Pilates and I think that's important. So if you're listening to this and Pilates is not your thing, I think just find something that is not super high impact. Like, I don't know, like I'm like, actually I was about to like mention like body fit or something like that, but I don't want to shade any gyms because I think all workouts are amazing and it just depends on the person, but finding something that you really enjoy doing that isn't necessarily super high impact. It's something you can do sort of like after work as like a wind down. Even slow weight training is really good as well. That's usually what I do when I go to the gym is like more slow weight training, not like super high impact cardio or anything like that. And again, not only the things that I mentioned um, around physical health, but I found that I love doing Pilates to either start or end my day because it's one of those workouts where you have to be so focused on what the instructor is saying and making sure, you know, you're doing it really properly, having your feet in the right places and really being focused on that reformer that helped me so much with mental clarity. I genuinely would leave Pilates classes feeling so calm and good getting those same endorphins but without feeling like i'm literally gonna throw up really would super recommend finding something that feels good to you isn't putting too much strain on your body and it's something that you enjoy and i think that is going to be so much more transformative than finding some workout that's going to like give you your dream body in six weeks or like a program or something but you feel like you're being tortured while you're doing it And I think that it all comes down to like mindset shifts and enjoying what you're doing. I think it makes such a difference. And yeah, I just also highly recommend Pilates if you've never tried it. So the next tip, and this is something I also briefly mentioned in the previous ones, is adapting, adopting, adopting a lower cortisol lifestyle. Basically what that means is just making lifestyle changes that are going to avoid me getting any sort of stress response in the body so for me i have polycystic ovary syndrome and when i am more stressed and when my cortisol does spike it i get more of those pcos symptoms so this is something that's really important and basically it's a really fancy way of just saying stress management because cortisol is like our stress hormone that spikes when you're um stressed (laughs) I don't know why I keep trying to expand, but I'm just going to yeah keep it super basic. And again, I will leave resources in the show notes around like your cortisol, stress response and all that kind of stuff. But basically, yeah, that's your stress hormone. And what I have done is kind of try to make a few little lifestyle changes that will help me minimize my stress response in my body and just keep me at more of like a healthy baseline. So some things that I have done is never drink coffee or any caffeine on an empty stomach. I try to avoid coffee. I don't really have it most days now anyway. I've almost nearly completely cut out caffeine. But when I do have it, I always make sure I've eaten something first. Because when you have caffeine before 
having any like food in your stomach, it obviously hits you harder, I guess. And that's basically like an instant cortisol spike first thing in the morning when the first thing you're giving your body is caffeine. So if I do have caffeine, I always have it after eating and also not too late in the day because then it affects my sleep. Um, trying to not go on my phone first thing in the morning. This one I do struggle with, obviously, because of my alarm. I want to get one of those digital alarms that I can put my phone in a different room. That is like my ideal scenario, but I don't quite have the willpower for that yet. Um, but yeah, just basically also not checking things on my phone when I wake up. So obviously I'll look at it and turn off my alarm and sometimes I'll open Instagram, but then I try and get out of it straight away. It's like an automatic thing my brain does. And I have to be like, no, why are you opening Instagram? Like get off. Um, especially things like checking emails or anything that is like remotely stress inducing. I try to avoid first thing in the morning before I've like actually gotten out of bed, done my skincare routine or had like my tea or whatever it is that I do first thing in the morning, as well as doing like meditation or journaling. Again, sometimes it's one or the other in the morning. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's neither. But if I am doing neither, it's just really making sure that I am not rushing around in the morning. I think that is one thing that definitely I notice how I feel in my body when I've woken up and I'm like, you know, jumped out of bed because I've missed my alarm and then I'm rushing because I'm late for work and like all that chaos. It's like you feel that in your body. And then I get to work and I was like, oh my God, I need to actually properly breathe. So one thing that is important is just always being conscious of your breath, your breath and how you feel in your body all the time. And next one is breath work. So this is something that I discovered this year, which has been truly transformational for me. I could not recommend breath work enough. I try to do that once a week. Sometimes I have gaps and sometimes I interchange it with doing yin yoga. I find both practices so amazing because they really help me kind of like I feel like the difference for me personally with breath work and meditation is that breath work helps me really like tap into my body and how I'm like really feeling and not only how I feel physically, but it's like, it helps me tap into my, my, my inner knowing, my inner being, if that makes sense. So when I'm doing breath work more frequently, I've noticed I am super intuitive and in tune with what the right things are for me. Basically, you know, similar to my whole episode that I did on self-trust, I feel like I have stronger self-trust when I'm doing breath work more frequently because I'm just, I'm more, like my mind state is more clear and I feel a lot calmer as a whole. There's a whole range of benefits of doing breath work. If you don't obviously have any breath work studios in your area, you can actually just look up YouTube videos online. I love just like finding new breath work practices and also EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique tapping is what it's called. And that is something that I find super helpful when I'm feeling really stressed. It's kind of like you just tap on your like temples, collarbones, a few other spots, but you breathe while tapping and it's super helpful to sort of calm your nervous system and bring you into the present moment. All of these practices, I think in general, are amazing because they help me be present in what I'm doing at the time. And ultimately, if you're a very anxious or stressed person, you'll find that, you know, most of anxiety and stress comes from feeling overwhelm or fear around something that's in the future. So when you're super present all the time, you are removing that fear and anxiety out of your life because you're focused on the present moment at hand. 
So that's another reason why I really love breathwork because whenever I leave a breathwork class, I feel so light and calm and present. And I know that it's also so good for my body as well and my mental health. Oh my gosh. Oh, I was sitting with my legs crossed and now I have pins and needles and I can't feel my foot. Um, yes, I really recommend breathwork or yin yoga. Yin yoga, I also only discovered this year, even though I've done yoga for years. And I just can't believe how amazing it is. And I can't believe no one ever told me about it. So I highly recommend that. What I do, because I know a lot of these things are super like pricey, like having a, you know, Pilates studio membership and a breathwork membership, all that stuff. I actually use ClassPass, which I'm lucky to be able to use here in Melbourne. And I'm in a really central location. So all the studios that I go to are all just through ClassPass. So if you've never used ClassPass, how it works is, and I wish this was sponsored right now. Unfortunately, it's not. I just generally am a fan. How ClassPass works is um, studios and gyms and all sorts of places sign, like join ClassPass. And then you can join ClassPass as a member. You can do different packages where you get a certain amount of points a month. And you use those points to book classes through all the different um, like studios and that kind of thing. So I book my breathwork classes through ClassPass. And I also love doing it for Pilates because then I can just go to different studios and kind of studio hop. So not very loyal of me. But honestly, I love it because sometimes I just feel like a different vibe. Sometimes I want to go to a studio that's a bit more zen or one that's a little bit more fun and busy. And it just kind of depends on my mood. So that's why I love ClassPass because it just gives me so much flexibility. And I also use ClassPass for my very last tip, which I have, which is infrared sauna. So I love doing the infrared sauna. There are so, so many health benefits. Again, I'm going to list all of those in the show notes. So some of the benefits of infrared saunas are, is it obviously flushes the toxins out of your body when you're sweating. And I think it's it's quite significantly higher than traditional saunas i'm pretty sure i'm not going to throw out the numbers exactly but i know that they are able to penetrate a lot quicker so you don't have to spend as long in an infrared infrared sauna compared to a traditional traditional sauna i don't know where my words are today anyway um it promotes weight loss it promotes um boosts circulation in your body sometimes what i'll do is before i go to the sauna i'll do some dry skin brushing that also helps circulation in the body so dry skin brushing is just basically like this little brush that you use and you kind of brush it in this sort of motion towards your heart center and i think you start from the bottom up like you go from your legs all the way up to the top of your body and that kind of just helps the circulation going in your body and doing it before sauna is super beneficial as well Again, I feel like it helps me with, you know, flushing out the toxins. That's also really good as well. Again, for hormones, like a lot of um, hormone imbalance comes from external toxins in like, you know, deodorant or cleaning products or even like pots and pans. Like there's a, everything pretty much has toxins in it. And a lot of them we can only release through sweat. And I don't really sweat a lot. So I feel like that's probably a problem. But that's why I've specifically love doing saunas because it just helps me sweat out all the toxins in my body and I feel so light and amazing after and I have the best sleep that's what I love about every single tip that I've mentioned is I feel like they all kind of work really well together so like doing the sauna helps me sleep and sleep helps me you know work out better and do more pilates and meditation and breath work helps me with my stress and helps with my sleep and Pretty much everything that I do, it's like a super holistic way of being and that they all help me in different ways, like 
physically, mentally, spiritually, and I think that they all are equally as important. Again, this is just tips if you're interested. I know that these things cost money, a lot of them, but I mean, if you are someone who doesn't want to be spending on this kind of thing, breathwork is something you can easily do on your own. Look up on YouTube and just follow along to a guided practice. Same with meditation, you can do that on your own. You could even do Pilates at home because there's so many Matt Pilates YouTube videos and a lot of them, all you need is like, I think I have ankle weights. I've done one of those before where you just need ankle weights or like those little sliders or you can even just use normal weights or you can use no weights. It's totally up to you. So there's definitely options for all of these and hopefully you guys can benefit from them. This is super high level. It's so hard doing episodes like this for me because you don't understand. I've just barely skimmed or barely scraped the surface for all of these topics. I could go into so much more depth, but I don't want to bore you all. But I will definitely make sure to leave resources in the show notes around all these different things. And you can actually see like a list of benefits for all of them. But please let me know if you do end up trying any of these, if you do any of these already, and if you've seen any difference. Personally, for me, they have just been combined also transformational for me. I feel really good in the terms of the way that I look physically, not only because my body has necessarily changed that much, but also I feel more confident because I feel well and healthy and good. And it's definitely a combination of, you know, feeling good, looking better, and just feeling more well and balanced. I'm getting good sleep. I feel more calm and I notice it not only in myself, but I notice it also in my relationship to others. I'm more calm. I've got less of a short fuse. I'm able to regulate my emotions better. I'm able to be more productive because again, the the ADHD side of me, I can struggle with, um, with routine. And now, especially being in charge of my own routine, working for myself, it's super important. So I'm really trying to ramp up all these different tips and making sure to be consistent with them because it just helps me just feel so much more balanced and with having a balanced lifestyle I am less stressed obviously because I feel like I'm ticking off everything that I need to do and I feel like I'm doing it to the best of my ability so yeah I really hope you guys found this helpful um again I feel like I barely scraped the surface hopefully I can do maybe like a part two with some more details or maybe I'll list some other things that I didn't even mention today. If you do have any suggestions, please let me know on Instagram at the lucky girl complex, or you can find me on my personal Instagram at Lara Weber underscore. That's L A R A W E B E R underscore. I thought I'd spell it out because most people think my surname is spelt with a double B like Weber with two B's, but it's actually one. If you ever go looking for me on the socials, um, you can also email me at theluckygirlcomplex at gmail.com. So if you have any show feedback, any requests, make sure to hit me up on email or on Instagram. I'm so, so open to requests. The episode last week that I actually did with Neve was one that I was planning to do, but it was one that was suggested by some of you who were listening when I did a little story asking like what I should do next. So I actually do listen to the feedback as well. And also if you are listening on Spotify, if you could leave a review that would be amazing um yeah and please make sure to also follow the show wherever you're listening on spotify or apple podcasts i appreciate you all so so much and i love being able to sit down and record these episodes and talk about things that have helped me so much in my journey to i guess physical and emotional and spiritual well-being and i hope that this can be of use to you 
and I will see you guys in the next episode next week. I hope you all have a lovely week or day ahead and I will see you next week. Bye.